Cancel culture is real. CrossPolitik is on the front lines of this battle with the goal of creating a Christian television network and platform where we can't be canceled and where content creators will have the freedom to glorify God. Our goal is to create a space for like-minded businesses to thrive on this platform and to reach an audience that will not only buy your products and services, but also support your business when the heat of cancel culture comes your way. We want our platform to help you create an anti-fragile business as we bring together Christians from all over the world to tune in. With millions of downloads a year, access to DirecTV, Xfinity, and social media outlets, we are excited to partner with you. So, if you own a business and believe in this vision, then you need to call me. I'm Garrison Hardy, and I am the business development rep at CrossPolitik and the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. We are looking for businesses, large or small, that not only have great products and services, but also understand that the cultural battle that is impacting the business climate here and now. I have a background in marketing, and I'd love to help you advertise your business on CrossPolitik. Give me a call at 208-792-1290 or email me at garrison at fightlaughfeast.com. What America are we living in? Is this the America you want to live in? No, no. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. Hey, we're going to go through the uh, top 12, our top 12, times most influential people. Top you know, 10. Top, Time Magazine every year releases you 12, know the 10. top 100 most influential. Well, we got our top 10. You know why we only 12. did 10? Because what? it'd be hard to find 100 people right now. Because oh. most pastors shut down their churches and everybody yeah. went inside, so it can't, can't find 100. That's right. Everybody's standing behind some girl. Pastor <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Toby Chalk Knox, is this the way the show's going to go it already? Is, yeah. Yep. Waterboy yep. and, and Campus Preacher. Keith, Keith Darrell. KDCP. KDCP. KDCP off the Heezy for Cheesy. There we go. Don't help him. The freestyle. That's unbelievable. Don't help him. Actually, I, I was on campus the other day, and a kid was like, hey, I want to take what you're due and put it over beats. He's like, I got a rap coach and stuff like that. So I hung out with him. No, I was, it was awful. It was like, like, like it was like an autistic Jewish boy, and he was trying to do these freestyle raps. And uh-huh. so anyway, uh-huh. I will not be dropping what I'm doing over beats anytime soon. But it kind of reminded me of what Gabe was just doing. That's a nice compliment, though. Like, <laughs> oh, that's like, okay, it was like, good. It was, like, if I'm like, doing something and someone comes to me and says, hey, I want to drop you over some beats, yeah, I'm like, that's... No, I mean, no, I, it's I think, really kind. I appreciate the compliment. I think you just said you're an autistic Jewish boy. <laughs> Gabe completely missed that part. He completely missed... Gabe was so like... He said, what? <laughs> He's like, it's a what? compliment. I was like, all right, just, just move on. He didn't even get it. Just move on. It was a, it was a compliment. Mm. Uh, I, I went right into it. I leaned into that. You know? <laughs> hey, if you haven't subscribed to our magazine, you need to, because that's what's on the screen right now. Yes. Uh, um, uh, fighting tyranny. Resisting tyranny. What is it? What's the title? Defy of Tyrants. Defy Tyrants. There we go. Yeah, that's kind of on the magazine. It's, it's going out the mail, uh, I think. By October first, okay, and then and then so we got subscribe now, and you can still get it. That's correct. You can okay. subscribe now and still get it, and then we got our Christmas edition coming December first. You know, and th- and that is going to be fire. This yeah. is one of the ways that too that you're cancel proof. So if you want to keep in touch with what we're doing, right, for real, this is the best way. This is the underground subscribe. railroad. Subscribe. <laughs> you want a mini book like experience. Get this. It comes in a uh, quarterly basis in your mailbox. We love it. We yeah. love what we're doing. And the articles are phenomenal. And, and you can just go to flfnetwork.com and then you click, click on shop. Yep. If you click on That's the shop, right. it's there. down there. And you can also buy a past issues now, which is pretty. Oh, I've been waiting fantastic. for that. Fantastic. <laughs> so if you missed the first couple <laughs> issues, you can, you can buy like, those. How do you get the old issues if you subscribe? <laughs> and remember to subscribe for Ed Litton because he needs a copy. 
I dare you. Oh, I send him you. a copy, please. I, where my I double dog we, dare you. To we get need to do it. maybe a magazine on plagiarism. <laughs> Oh, you wow. know what we should do? We should do a magazine with all Ed Lynn sermons and say from Cross Politic and then send it to Ed Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> oh, that's great. Man. Hey, that's this show is brought to you by Classy Artist Box. Oh, I got, okay. I want to tell our homeschool, what, is this a present? Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. All our listeners, homeschool listeners about Classy Artist Box is a company created by a Christian art teacher who sends you everything you need to create four art projects each month. You can use their written instructions and video lessons to help guide you through each project. In addition to the four new projects each month, you'll also have access to two and a half years, whoa, worth of video lessons to enjoy as a member. Mm. Each type of subscription. Silver, hallelujah. Gold, <laughs> hallelujah. Good, hallelujah. Mm. Each type of subscription will cover a range of art and media throughout the year, which means you have your art curricular needs covered for... Sorry, I'm just hitting all the buttons. This show's over. This show's over. Yeah, man, my goodness. Thirty percent oh, off your man. first subscription order. Use cross yes. C R O S S three zero cross thirty percent off cross thirty to see more you get acrylics. Check out www.classyartistbox.com. So, so what this is, is, is so what this is is this a monthly subscription? Yeah, and then they send you in your kit. They send your kids a box of uh, uh, for an yeah. art project loaded yeah. with an art project every right. every month or four right. times Conte a month. Conte Paris Dapu seventeen ninety five. I don't even know. He's speaking tongues. Little, little, Can you interpret little, that? Little, little French. Uh, so you get some cool stuff in the box. Kind of a, <laughs> it's a fun art subscription yeah. for your kids. That's awesome. That is pretty cool. Look at this. So I know, man. Classyartistbox.com, code CROSS30. Isn't that kind of fun? You got canvases yeah, great. in there. Oh, got, you got other stuff I, that I, I didn't get. So, neon watercolor set. Oh, so each box is different. Because okay, okay. Oh, depending on what they send you. Depending on what they send you. Oh, that's oh, pretty A different awesome. art project. Yeah. Different art project every month. Yeah. Man, I'm that thinking, is so I'm cool. I'm home to my kids. There you go. They, they would like there this. We go. My walls are going to be some interesting and colors. We're not even homeschooling, but you know, hey, yeah. <laughs> who doesn't want a classy artist box? That's right. There That's we go. That's so cool. Thank you, guys. Hey, yeah. also, there's also a rally to end abortion yes. in Pennsylvania, yep. September 25th. It's a Saturday um, at 10.30 a.m. This is, you know, Dennis Safardi and uh, Zach, uh, uh, Zach Schlager, Jeffology. Uh, 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 Jeff Durbin? Jeff Durbin. What is the problem with all my friends right now? <laughs> I, I'm having a hard time with I'm you guys. I'm not sure it's their problem. They're all going to be there. Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. That's September 25th. You can actually go on Facebook. There's an event there. Or, okay. or, um, uh, you you got to find it either through Zach's page or through, I think, my page. I've shared it. Yeah. Um, but you can go what, there. What do you look for go. for the event if I want to search for it on Facebook? Just, just say rally, you're attending. You know, just rally to end abortion. In Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Okay. So, it's so on Dennis September 25th. and Zach got about, there's about four or five states that they're really gaining in making yeah. progress in yeah and so pennsylvania they when they get a good christian local legislator or a good local legislator that wants to end abortion yeah they start running that play in that state it's really very cool good. Yeah. that's awesome that's very good all Jack, right so support them is this the america that we're living in really to serve us are you refusing to serve us so you so you're going to enforce segregation because we just told you that we're religiously exempt. You told us we had the vaccination. I never told you any of that. I, I would never tell you that. I would never say that. I would never say that. You have to leave. You don't have to leave. I, if you have the flyer, you have the flyer that you're supposed to put into your your window, right? Okay. Go and read it. Go and read it. Go and read it, and, and you tell me we're not leaving. Well, I'm not leaving. You guys can leave. I'm not leaving. Wow.
Did we, we just, we just <laughs> marched for Those this. kids are there. We just marched for this. Everybody in here is okay with that? Everybody's in here okay with, with, with setting, setting segregation in society? Everybody's okay with that? Oh, we don't have our vaccine card, so now the kids can't eat. We can't eat. You wow. guys are okay with that? This is the America you want to live in? Yeah. Is this the America yes. you want to live in? Someone said yes. And a dude gave me a middle finger. And a middle finger. That's why you need to get the f*** out of here so if you're not American. So All right? Get the f*** out of here. Okay? This is America, and in America, everybody can eat. Everybody wow. can eat in America. All right? Wow. This is not segregation. This is America. You need to wake up. This is the kind of country you want to live in? You want to live in this type of country? Wow. Everybody's okay with this? And they didn't ask other people for their vaccine. Good for you, but some people over here were not. No, that's that's not the point. That's not the point. That's not the point. This is this is I, this is we're back here again. Right. We sixty years he ago. He said we just marched for this. We just <laughs> marched for this. And whenever I, I gotta admit, whenever I see somebody, I'm like, please don't be white. Please don't be white. When the camera came on, I was like, yes, not white. Yes. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. I mean, like anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I mean, maybe it matters for five more minutes. Yeah, yeah. You know, but um, it, but barely. Yeah. Nicki Minaj. Experience I, mean, I mean, in a minute, in a minute, L.A. Times is going to write an editorial that says that's the new white face. Yeah. You know, here's here, here's right? the thing. Everybody has been asking themselves the question as since the civil rights movement. They've been asking the question, are we going to be like our fathers? Are we going to be like the people before us that actually discriminate against folks for reasons that we shouldn't have been discriminating? Are we going right. to fail the test? And everything That's that we're right. doing out in our laws yep. are asking the question, we won't be the people who fail the test like our forefathers. Right. So much so that let's take down the statues. Right. Right? Let's yep, take down right, the statues because right they failed the test. They were right over here, but they really failed the test when it came to discriminating. Right. And so we don't want to be like them. And let me tell you something. You saw that camera pan. Everybody that was sitting there that said, yes, this is the America we want, they were failing that test. They were yep, being exactly right. like the people they said they didn't right. want. Right. right? And, and, and so do you think, and this is what we've been talking about on the show. I'm going to go off on a second here. Yeah. Um, we've been talking about on this show, if you continue down this road, you're going to get something you don't want. That's right. Right. You're going to get what you had, what you say you're fighting against. There's no social justice movement right now posting this video saying, you know what? This is bad. Right. And if you can't post this video and talk against this, then your whole movement is crap. Yeah. Your whole yeah. movement is That's crap. Right. You can't see. You are blind yeah. as a bat. Yeah. Right. And and yeah. here's another thing. And here's my last thing. And I'm going to shut up because I'm going to say something I probably don't need to say <laughs> if I keep talking. People like Todd Friel, who is a friend of mine, mm-hmm. who are sitting up here telling you to put pinwheels on your head. Yeah. Or to just obey the government are the very people who would have ratted out Paul Yeah. to say, which the government comes to you and say, which way did Paul run? That way. Mm-hmm. The, that, <laughs> he that, jumped over this wall, we lowered the, him down in the basket, you're, the, that way. you're the same person that when Black Wall Street was burning, you would never have hid the black people who were running for their life. Right. You're the same right. person when slaves were on the Underground Railroad, if you would have found it, you would have ratted them out because you don't understand biblically right. what is going on. Or you don't the understand Jews that are coming looking or to the hide. Jews that are looking yeah. to hide. You would have ratted out the 12 spies. Okay, there were, there were two. Uh, uh, the two that believed. <laughs> but he would have, you would have ratted out 12 if you had a chance. <laughs> I thought there were 12 spies. <laughs> but it turned off 12, two went in. Two, two, okay, all right. I thought it was only two that came back with a good report. That two. Okay, all right, those two. Yeah, you would have ratted all of them out. <laughs> all of Israel. 
If there was 12, you would have ratted them out too. Ratted out 15 but, spots. But, but I just want you to know, like, where you, if you're not reading yeah. Shadrach, Meshach, and a bad Negro, uh-huh. those are bad guys in your story. Yeah, that's right. That's you right. gotta remit, you're like if you're looking at you're looking at Romans thirteen and and First Peter Peter and first of all you're reading it wrong and James White has been doing a phenomenal job of exegeting and showing yeah. where he's where Todd is missing this. But if you're not taking the whole Bible in total, the full covenant book of God, and applying it to the situation and the story that you're telling, you are the bad guy. Yeah. Do you understand that? Yeah, and the, and the thing to see here, what I want to press into a corner, what you're already pointing out, is that they're tearing down statues. While doing this. Yes. And it's the same people. Exactly. It's the same people, which tells you that what's driving this is not justice that's at right. all. That's right. It's not a transcendent standard that's fixed, that's the same for everyone. Remember, Lady Justice is blindfolded. She doesn't see what you look like. Come on, what, what cards you got? What you know? What your paperwork is? Mm-hmm. It's the same. Yeah. And um. And what? But when you don't have that, when you don't have that justice, a fixed standard, all you got is a blind lady with a sword. Yep. Mm. Which is, America, which what's is, wrong with you? Which is people? dangerous. That's yeah. People right. get cut. People get stabbed because it's 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 completely capricious. That's right. And it's ultimately about power. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it is. It's just a changing of the gods. Like, is what's really yes. happening in our culture is yeah. you topple all the statues, everything that represented the previous culture, hoist up some new ones, yep. and so it's basically a changing of the gods. It's changing the law, right. and that's basically what we have going on. Right. We, and I see it every day on campus, but we're right. seeing it in the broader culture every exactly. day. Exactly. Exactly. So we're changing from the god of southern slavery. Uh, well, we're we're, we're uh, and and then but in their head, that's is some component with the Christian god. Right. So if the, the South head. was kind of Christian, America was somewhat Christian. They're we have to, to eradicate yeah. everything of yeah. that mm-hmm. past because that is. Ultimately, a white oppressive system. and they'll equivocate issues to kind but of they're, get, but yeah. they're but they're but they're doing the same thing just with a different god exactly mm-hmm. yeah because at the end of the day the, the, you're going to discriminate everyone's going to do it right. in some way right. shape or form the question is how where why what when right and when you go non discrimination you know that was kind of a way to eradicate the previous form of good and evil right. that was the way we had good and right. evil you discriminate we don't discriminate yeah uh-huh. so you come in and say we don't discriminate we're tolerant right. then you get power then you begin to discriminate then you become Can, intolerant let, so, let, let me yeah. ask you you're if you're the guy. Who is getting kicked out? First of all, what do you do? First, you can pick kicked out a lot of places. But what do you what do you do? I want to ask you two you're questions. Used to it. Yeah. I'm used so to it. the first question is, what do you do if you're the guy and he's kicking you out? And then what do you do if you're the guy who is sitting watching him get kicked out? Uh, in someone's restaurant, I probably leave if someone asks me to leave the yeah. restaurant. I yeah. probably roll up on. You making a ruckus? I, I say make a ruckus. I may point out the nonsense of what's going on, uh, but if it's his restaurant. I'm going to up and leave. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, I was preaching on a campus. They told me to up and leave. I said, no. And then they made me up and leave. Because, <laughs> because that's a public university. Yeah, yeah, you so have a right to be there. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. a public university. So my context yeah. is going to dictate exactly how I'm going to behave. Right. But in that context, I would have been like, all right, your restaurant, I'll up and leave. But on the terms of which they're basing their discrimination on, I, I would have called them out. So what about now you're, you're sitting in the restaurant and you're watching this happen. You've been vaccinated and you're watching this man get discriminated against yeah. where he's in America. In America, I'd, ro- I'd roll up with him. I'd go out with him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, we're, That's we're right. done eating yeah. here. We're not going to eat here. We'll That's go elsewhere right. with yeah. our business. I'll go buy you a lunch somewhere else. Yeah. So you won't stand yeah. on a little circle then? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> All right, let me vindicate myself real quick. <laughs> no, real quick. I'm messing. I, I I'm show up. My, my natural instinct, even when I campus preach, is to find natural barriers. And so the yellow dot, bam, hop up on that natural barrier. In my head, it's like, Oh, that's just where you stand. But then I was like, Does everybody well, know what we're talking about? I'm not gonna let them. I'm not gonna let them. I'm not gonna make that have them make me move off my yeah, guy. Yeah, and yeah. Next thing I know, I get ridiculed for next. Year I'm messing life. with you. I know. I'm messing. So, so I just, I just appreciate that he submitted to the government and their natural barriers. That's all. <laughs> when, if, in case you missed it, when Gabe got arrested for singing psalms last year, Keith was there. Standing on the dot that the police officers had laid out to make sure everybody was social distancing, 
So we've always I feel like when I watch that clip though, I was like, I feel like Keith's like, what is going? I don't even know what's going on right now. He's just like, sing. What what verse are we on? What happened? What happened to Gabe? That's what Keith is looking like. Gabe. You know, funny. The the thing we want we don't want to forget in this situation like this, which which is what Keith is getting at, is. Um, there is such a thing as private property yep. under God. Yeah. And that is something that... And they can be done with it. Yeah, even though this guy is being unjust, we, I mean, we don't know the background. Does he really believe in the vaccine? Does he right. really believe that COVID is like right. this bubonic plague? I mean, I'm, it, it would be interesting to ask him, so two years ago, were you kicking people out for not having their flu shots? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, right. Wh- and right. why not? Right. Um, right. That, that would be an interesting conversation to have with him. He does have ownership of the property. I do agree with Keith. I would, I would do the same. I would, I would roll out, but... I would also do it by I would I would preach like this guy's doing basically. Yeah. I mean, I would be saying this is wicked, you guys, and, and do you all see what's happening here? Is this the America you want to live in? If it's my parishioner, he's going to New York or wherever, and he says, "Hey, I think I'm going to go to a restaurant. I'm not going to have a card. Right. Is this cool?" I'm going to say, "Yeah, it's fine. Go for it." Um, and if if he insists you leave, be willing to leave, and yeah. and don't don't curse, don't revile. Um, yeah, you, know, you can't holler out religious ex- exception and then drop some f bombs. Yeah, right, yeah. right, 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 right. It doesn't help your story. Anyway. If, that's, if that's my, if it's that's, not convincing. If, that, if that's my guy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a little, in, you know, instruction. Like, yeah, yeah. hey, good work. Next time, tone it in on the f bombs. But, yeah. uh, um, but I think, it, you know, but in, in principle, I don't think it's wrong to, um, to prophesy while while you're getting, you know, while, while they're leaving. while they're yeah. escorting you out or whatever, yeah. uh, and resist. I also agree that yeah, if I'm sitting in there, if I'm one of the, um, okay. the non ones or I'm you know I'm one of the vaccinated ones and and I see that happening yes I'm going to go with them yeah and, and and remember too here's the thing is um, we have this bad habit of thinking that the only authority the only power there is is in the police or in the civil government uh-huh. right? so everyone on, wants man. to make a law everyone yeah. wants to make but there's God has established more authorities than just the civil magistrate right, right. and that includes church and family right mm-hmm. and, and so flip it around I'm the, this guy's pastor who's getting kicked out I'm going to be step you know I'm gonna encourage him and and give him some suggestions and pointers for how to do it better next time. Yep. Um, but I'm also going to do the same thing if the guy who's doing the kicking out is a guy in my church. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Um, he has it's his property. He has right over his private property under God. But I'm his pastor. I'm going to say, hey, what's up? So tell him he isn't why, committing why a crime. It? He isn't committing yeah. a crime, but he is sinning. Right. <laughs> yeah. Why are you being this way? Why are you being yeah. unjust? And or if I'm a family member, yes, this right. guy's uncle, this guy's cousin, this guy's dad, this guy's mom. Um, those are real authorities in this world. And it's, it's Christians, um, it's a real postmodern move to think that the only power in the world is violent, mm-hmm. yeah. which is what the civil magistrate's power is. Right. God gave him violent power, the sword, which he's supposed to wield justly under the law of God. Uh, but God has given power to ministers of the gospel, to the church. God has That's given right. power to families. Right. Now, we don't wield that power violently. Right. Yeah. We, I wield the sword of the spirit. That's right. I wield the word of God. Right. That's real power. Amen. And, and we're not right. postmodernists. Yep. And Christians need to get that through their heads. It's like, right. no, when I'm a father, when I'm a husband, and I, I wield my authority the way Jesus has called me to wield it, that's real power in this world. That's right. Um, Come it, on it's, now. It's a lie of the devil that says the only real power is if it, there's a violent threat behind mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, and so we need to stop. Um, we need to stop um, just going along with that assumption and saying, right. you know what? There's other authorities that can speak into this: pastors well, and, and fathers. Right. Well, keep in mind, if like if we don't have Reformation revival in our country, it's going to get worse. I mean, just think. You know, two years ago, no one was wearing a mask. Two and a half years ago, no one was wearing a mask. And, and look at all these people wearing a mask. And no one was wearing a mask. And and now people started enforcing a mask. You know what? Last year, sometime, right, right. And then now they're enforcing a vaccination passport. And then what next? The, the citizens are being conditioned 
to enforce right. some great atrocities that are coming well, out and, and, and if we don't have keeps, Reformation Revival. Everybody keeps thinking, well, surely this will be the end. Yeah. Surely they won't do anything beyond this. Yep, that's right. Surely this is the end. And let's just get along so we can go back to normal. They're only going to lock up one or two pastors in Canada. That's <laughs> uh-huh. it. That's what it. were we going to say, Keith? Uh, well, the... the is this the America you want to live in? The guy's like, yep. You know what I mean? The faces right. in, the, in the restaurant, they're like, yeah. yep, this is the America we want yeah. to live in. So, with, the, so, with, the, with the finger. With yeah, the with, the, with the middle finger. Yeah. So that's, a, that's even exponentially more terrifying when you have, if uh, you know, assume that's in some part representative of the whole, right. rather than just having state. Because when you don't need state power to right. have a bunch of private citizens give you enforce a middle it. finger and force yeah, it. They're enforcing it themselves. Yeah. Right. You, yeah. you don't need the state to and, I, and I think they're resentful. They're, they, they, they want their lives back. Most of them probably don't believe that's in right. the overarching vision, the Great Reset or yeah, whatever. That's right. But they, but they, what they want is their lives, uh-huh. and they're like, "Look, we got vaccinated. Get in line. Leave us alone. Leave us yeah. alone. And you're making our lives hell. Yeah. We, we're, and because the media has spun it such that it's the unvaccinated people's fault. Right. Even though statistically, apparently, it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, right. whether you're spreading the virus. It, but this is this goes. We've said this before, and but this all goes back to education. The way that people are responding in step with the government is because the reason they're responding that way is because the government has given the education to unify their thoughts. Yeah. Right. So the government has been training them to believe a certain way instead of actually thinking through this and saying, wait a second, you know, if you get information so that you can synthesize it and come to a conclusion, it's different than saying, here's all the facts. This is why I love. Um, sorry. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I love Gary DeMar's God and Government book, for yes. example, because it begins where biblical government classes should begin, which is that Jesus is Lord over all. Mm-hmm. And he has established three different governments in the world. Yep. The magistrates, uh, the family, and the church. Um, it's not just the civil government. That's We're not right. just under them. That's and, right. and so as we work out what is a just society, that means respecting, honoring, submitting to the government of Jesus over all the governments. Yeah. yeah. If we don't start with education, we are going to have the America we don't want. That's right. We have to start right. there. Yeah. Coming up next, we're going to talk to Keith Darrell for the for 20 years. We're going to talk about 20 years of campus ministry. What has changed wow. and what in the world wow. is going? Is this the America we want to live <laughs> That's in? That's right. That's right. We're about to find out what kind of America we're going to get next. And cross politics, most influential coming up. Third, third segment, though. Yep. You got to stick around for that. So in 2016, we found out that our youngest son, Asher, had cancer. And I will just never forget crying in the lobby of the hospital on the phone with the Samaritan Ministries person on the other end who was, you know, who ended the call saying, let's just pray about this. When it does hit you and you really wonder what's going to happen, it worked. It continues to be affordable, it works, and it pays the bills. Welcome back to Cross Politic on the one and only Fight Left Beast Network. Keith's been and on Rumble. No, it's, not on YouTube. It's all on the Fight Left Beast Network. And on the app. We're on the app. You can live stream on the app. Go to your yeah. favorite app store, search yep. Fight Left Beast. Yeah, we've been canceled from YouTube. Yes. And, until November. And then hopefully. Until the 22nd, November. The 22nd until of November. November yeah, bro. when we were allowed to have our keys back to So YouTube. we first got canceled for seven days, and then they found another video that they didn't like. Yeah. And then Someone they found us. that video Someone, for them. Yeah. Yes. November 22nd. So, so what we've done is we've kind of 
uh, delisted, privatized all our videos so because we find- got fifteen thousand subscribers that we're trying to figure out how to how to move off onto yeah. Rumble, onto yeah. our app, stuff like that. So. If you need, if you want to watch any of our past shows, right now you got to go to odyssey.com. And and what we're going to do is have a link in there inside of the app. So you can go right to the notes and you can just get to Odyssey to watch any of our past shows that are there. We're also going to be on Rumble. I like Rumble. We can live stream on Rumble. We can live stream. There's an app. You can actually, there's a Roku app, Rumble app, uh, uh, iPhone, uh, uh, iTunes app, uh, Rumble. Did I tell you what I think I'm possibly going to do? I don't know if I'm going to do it yet. I'm still thinking about it, but I think I want to do an uh, everyday show on Rumble just to get people aware that we're going to be there. Okay. So just hang out on Rumble. Literally, I'm just going to hang out with y'all okay. and just go live. And I might call some of y'all in the process. So answer your phone. If you're a friend of Knox, answer your phone. <laughs> don't say don't say what you probably normally would when I call because you might be streaming live. And so I don't want to get you in but trouble. the best way to keep in touch with us is through the app. That's correct. The app so is the best get way. Get the yep. Fight, Laugh, Feast app and... And we're going to keep working on it, improving it. And, yeah. if, and if you yeah. want it to get even better, become a member. That's right. Yeah, sign up, become a club. Hey, with us today, we're so thankful to have Keith Daryl, campus preacher, back with us again. You've been hey, on the CDDP. show before. I think it's maybe my fifth time on the show. Okay. And yeah. I got a, I've been a little lax on it, uh, but I have, also have a little podcast. You have? KDCP. Have you been laxed? Uh, really? I got. A, I have huh. a broke MacBook for like four months. And so you, you I, know anybody with a studio? Man, I wish I did. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I do know some people in the studio. I do. Keith is a graduate of Covenant Theological Seminary. He went there because he liked bowling with them. <laughs> um, and uh, Greenville Seminary was too grouchy, he said. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Shout out all the Greenville people. Shout out Greenville. <laughs> that was just his impressions back in the day. You know, you know that wasn't you know, wrong. Uh, <laughs> uh, he was uh, spent five years in finance in New York City. Yeah, man. One yep. of those big, like, sky yeah. Yeah, World Financial Center 3 is where I worked, the 42nd floor of the wow. World Financial Center. So, uh, wow. Before Big time Lord called him to campus ministry yeah. um, with the Whitfield Fellowship, correct? Uh, which is um, is kind of your organization that you kind of created so you have accountability and yep. um, resources and stuff to keep going. You've been do- doing campus preaching for 21 years? 21 years. 2000, September of 2000 was the first time I did it. I rolled out Bro. to Slippery Rock University, which is north of Pittsburgh, and it took me about an hour and 45 minutes to say my first words because I thought I'd just roll out there and start preaching. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> and I just got scared, and it was such an emotional release. I probably preached for about 20 minutes, 10 people maybe gathered, yeah. and then I was wiped out. The next day, it took me an hour and a half, and now I can kind of roll out there. And Yeah, it just took a little bit. You just have to get it. I still get butterflies every day I go out there to preach, but yeah. I can roll out there. Why, why, what in the world possessed you to go out to a campus? Uh, I was converted in 93, uh, right before I got to college. I roll out to college, and there's a guy preaching, and he was wild. I mean, he's calling everybody's a whores and whoremongers and stuff like yeah, that. And yeah. Everything, you're going to burn in fire. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but what, what interested me about it, like you're like, I, I want to be that guy. Yeah, no, I, I didn't want. I know. I was like, that's not how I want to do it. But uh, what interested me about him doing it was everybody came out. You had the guy in my my friend's dorm was a guy named DM or called himself DM. He he called himself Demon Master DM. He can conjure and control demons. You had another person who said he was 1400 wow. years old, slept in a coffin, and all these people would come out and start doing tarot cards. And, and you, the spiritual conflict became real. And I didn't have enough philosophy of ministry because I was just converted. I went home and read Acts. I was like, oh, well, that's what they're doing in Acts. That's what we should be doing. So, so it was like, it was just like, oh, that's what you do. Just read that, his Bible. Yeah, I just read my Bible. There's a, there, Oh, this is what they're doing in Acts. This is what Jesus yeah. is doing. This is what the prophets are doing. This is what Whitfield, Wesley, yeah. and we're studying revival in Camp Crusade. This is what all these people down through history are doing. Right. So 
the, the problem was not his method. It was his message. He was not preaching the gospel. Yeah. The gospel is not stop sinning. He was a Pelagian. So his message is stop sinning. Um, and that was the main problem. It was not the method. So mm-hmm. that was the thing that drew me to it. Then when, as I started looking at history, I was like, that's what I got to do. Finally, after about seven years, I was at Covenant, took a semester off, went out, preached. And it took me about six weeks, eight weeks to get my legs under me. Met up with a guy in Washington, D.C. And I was like, okay, this is the ballpark if I want to do it. Because early internet days, I'm emailing people like, anybody know how to do this? I know what I don't want to do. Because I, I started off like Joel Osteen. I was like, hey, everybody. And you know what I mean? I was like all, all hyped up and like God's got a plan for your life. Yeah, I'm Keith, and they're still like f you. <laughs> but I'm nice. I'm cool. I'm not like the hellfire guy. And they still didn't like me. And so, but finally, the, the main message was preach with boldness. Don't come out here hoping they listen to you. Yeah. But preach where they have to listen to you. And then the other practical thing was people would come up and start talk to me. I'd go up and start talk to them and cut off any crowd I had. And um, he told me to just take two steps back, answer their question, and include everybody in my answer. And that changed everything for me. Next thing I know, you know on average, I'd probably say 50 to 100 people show up every day to listen for five hours of preaching and uh, stuff like that. So it's wow. great. Did you say five hours of preaching? Yeah. So the other day, the reason my horse, my voice is a little done, I, I preach for six on Wednesday and my voice is a little cacked out. So. Okay. Whoa. I want to go through this. So, man, take me back. 2000, 2001. I, I started hearing about open air preaching and get, not hearing about it, but engaging with it probably 2003, 2004. And it was the weirdest thing. I remember turning on the radio and believe it or not, it was actually Todd Friel open air preaching. And he was talking to a guy who was cu- basically mad at him, kind of cussing him out. He was, a, and, and the guy said, there's no such thing as truth anyway. And that was my first introduction to what was going on with the postmodern movement. I didn't even know we were in this thing. And this is right. the first time I hear somebody so boldly make a truth claim mm-hmm. that there's no truth. <laughs> yeah. And I would say for me, 2000, we were still kind of a little bit modernist, at least on a college campus. So like when I went off to college in 93, I was wrong because science proves it wrong. You know what I mean? And right. that was still true up until 2001. Yeah. And then you kind of had a transition point. Like I, I just kind of put 9-11 as the watershed because in many people's minds, um, giving them the benefit of the doubt was these people are absolutists. And what right. absolutists do is kill people in right. the name of their thing. The right. irony is you need some absolutes to protest their killing. You know right. what I mean? So, so, that, so that's the irony. But that's where the relativism began to gain some traction. So I even remember Bill Clinton kind of making a comment to the effect of, oh, it's in the terms of absolutes. But when we relativize things, we can learn to accept and be tolerant and kind of coexist. Right. And So, so absolute that, religion – Absolute religion leads to violence. Yeah, and so Hitler was an absolutist. Uh, uh, Al Qaeda, absolutist. Bill Clinton statement was an absolute. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it wants. Yeah, yeah, but it wants. So, and then from there, as you begin to jettison it, even like on campus, literally the other day, my chair gets stolen. I run it down. It got stolen twice. It's like a sixty dollars chair, not that expensive, but I'm running it down. I was accused of being hateful. For running down my own property, you know what I mean. So, right. so like, it, it's not rational, and that's the hard part. If, like, I realized the other day, I was like, apologetics is done. Like, if we, if we think we're showing up to reason with people, I really think at, at root, and I think this ties into nine eleven, is at root is a spiritual conflict, and yeah. people's minds are darkened, yeah. they're blinded by Satan, and we were when we're functioning under a backdrop where oh, it's not really about devils and demons all we have to do is reason with people to bring them to a place of truth and they'll submit mm. we're missing what's actually going on mm. i remember gabe you brought this up on the show before but um i, I remember right after 9 11 um president bush called a national worship service in the national cathedral in washington dc and there's billy graham representing the evangelical god there's an imam a mom um representing allah you got a jewish rabbi you got all the a woman presiding over everything. Yeah, you got, and so basically, <laughs> yeah. when when we were struck um, by uh, by terrorists um, and and by I don't know Islam, mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah, yeah. when we were struck 
and God allowed us to be struck like that. We did not turn to the living and true God. Mm-hmm. We, we, we turned to a pantheon. Yeah, we, we turn. Right. And, and so that relativism you're talking about is exemplified, though, in a pantheon. Yeah. Right. Pick a God that works for you. Mm-hmm. There's not one truth, one transcendent right. God overall. Pick a God that, and it was, it was to our, um, um, our shame that uh, someone as great as Billy Graham represented us in that way, mm-hmm. yep. in that cathedral. Yep. Um, and m- many Christians just went along with it and was like, well, yeah, that's just our way of respecting all the gods. Yeah, we have to be um, respectful. But but you can't do that and then the living God not give you over to that insanity. To that yeah, that's a judgment that's right. by itself. You, you, you yep. turn to the gods, then have the gods. Yep. Oh, you open the Pandora's right, box of the gods, you get the gods. Yeah. And now that's what we're living in. Yeah, and, we're yeah. Seeing, and we're seeing the total anarchy of that. Exactly. Every God, everybody doing what's right in their own eyes as they serve their own God. And a side note, Doug Wilson's sermon post 9-11, one yes. of the best sermons I've probably it's called, ever heard. It's called God Struck America. Yeah. And I highly recommend yeah, it's it. A, really? It's a great, yeah, it's a great, great yeah. sermon. But I, I remember, and I was, the, I was glad when I came across that sermon because I remember thinking like, this is so wrong. And like, you didn't want to be un-American. You know what I mean? You didn't want to be the bad guy to stand up and be like, oh, by the way, this right. is idolatrous and wicked. And so I was glad when yeah. I came across Doug's yeah. sermon because, yeah, you were in a confusing Doug time. said that. Right. Yeah, you're just like, <laughs> well, you can say what they did was wicked and evil. Mm-hmm. And then we responded in an idolatrous way. An idolatrous way. Yeah. And then from there, we've managed to make Islamophobia, the people who struck us, the fundamental problem. You know what I mean? Right. And so Christians came out worse on the backside 20 right. years down right. the road. Right. And Islam has kind of had right. an ascendancy of sorts where right. if I'm on campus, even I'll be a accused of racism for speaking out against Islam. I was like, right. how is that racist? You yeah. know what I mean? But but it's just this this radical Islamophobia and part of the relativizing mm-hmm. is we have to relativize the white man. Christianity is white man's religion. Logic is white. Science, ironically, now That's having racist. a tendency. Uh, science <laughs> is white. So so everything they don't like is in this dumping right. bucket of whiteness, which right. is the absolute. So, but, so, but the problem is, uh, the funny thing about all this is that the God of relativism um, actually leaves you with the inability to condemn the Taliban. Mm-hmm. Right. For flying into our tower, yeah. right. Right. like you're actually yeah. using the god right. Right. that can't do anything well, and, about and, what just happened to our towers, and that's what we've just seen in the last year with like BLM and 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 Tifa and all these things like burning buildings down and stuff. It's like, well, you know, you can kind of understand. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I mean, that's where you end up with. I mean, the, the logical. Yeah. I don't think anybody said it out loud yet, or I don't know. Maybe somebody has somewhere. Maybe yeah. Vox. You know, I don't know. <laughs> it said you can kind of understand Al Qaeda. Yeah. I mean, you could kind of understand their anger with 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 the white man, mm-hmm, right. you know, with the patriarchy, whatever. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, you would fly planes into buildings too and kill a lot of people if if they were, you know, if you were being oppressed by them. Right. I mean, that's the logic. I yeah. mean, we've um, and there's weird. I mean, it's, it's not like organized or anything, but there have been some weird, interesting alliances actually between Al Qaeda um, and uh, and what's the other one in, in Syria, um, the or ISIS or whatever. Um, yeah. And BLM. There's like yeah. some weird yeah. informal um, ties where it's it's like basically the common enemy is um, the Christian white West. That's right. That's right. And it's and 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 the, and the Christian God. Yeah. And as long as you can, you can still demonize that. I can't speak out against anything on campus. It's still safe to demonize anything that's considered whiteness, which would include Christianity. Uh, right. And so even like. Uh, I was on campus a few weeks ago, and part of the reason they wanted me off campus is I was promoting white supremacy, which is basically promoting Christianity. So, so in preaching Christianity, I'm preaching 
white supremacy. That was in Idaho. It was in Idaho. That was in Idaho. That was on Boise State. In Idaho, I'm accused of white supremacy. I'm accused of white supremacy for preaching Christianity. And I remember a couple of years ago, I was up in Idaho. I was up in I was up in Vermont, and a young black woman who had left the faith said she was until she she was a Christian until she realized that the Bible's been colonized by my people. And once she realized, then she had to return to her spiritual roots, which were her African roots. So she returned to a new spiritual. And so the thing is kind of interesting. You you see that on the left, and you also see that on the racist right, where they're like, oh, we got to return to the strong gods of the Roman Empire or to our Nordic gods. And so the good thing about post-modernity is, is you're not in a secular realm anymore. You're taking on Moloch. You're taking on Baal. You're taking on yeah. whoever their foreign god is. Yeah. And now it's a battle of the gods. And we have to realize that's what we're up against. I've said it several times on a few shows. I'll just say it again, though, is I think I think our retreat from Afghanistan is a prime example of this. We, we thought, we at least some people thought, that we could establish secular democracy in Afghanistan. And Allah just stomped all over it. Mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, Allah after twenty years because we were stomped on it. We were uh-huh. trying to do this for twenty yeah, years exactly. to establish this. Yeah, and it just I mean, I think one of the things on display is that com- secular democracy yeah. d- does not stand a chance against Allah. Yep. Allah is a false god. That's right. But the only thing that will stand against Allah is Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, he's still a god. He's still a real being. And that's what we have to realize. He's a real being. He's not a, He's not an the, entity of their imagination. There are principalities real, and powers. Yeah, he's a real being that they're serving, and he is defeating our yeah. demos. You know right. what I mean? And, and right. so... And, and he, he should recognize that. And he'll def, he'll defeat America. Yeah. I mean, if, if we don't, if, if America doesn't turn back to Jesus Christ, right. all our secular secularism yeah. is flimsy nothing. And yeah. did you ever think it was possible 25 years ago that a Middle Eastern country could beat us in a war right. that could march us out of town? Like, right. it really is amazing when you think over the last 50 years of our wars of us constantly I losing, know. Know. and you just think, we're America. You know right. what I mean? Like, we're the world's superpower, right. Right. and we're, what, 0 for 3 or 0 for 4 in our last few efforts. And so, right. it's just, it is pretty amazing, but you realize, as Christians, if we can step back and realize, if we read our Old Testaments, and we realize not by power or by might, but by my spirit, says right. the Lord, right. unless we're operating in the spirit Itself. Well, we've unhitched the Old Testament, so Keith. Yeah, <laughs> I want to go ahead. Pastor. You serve false gods, and you become you become they destroy you. Mm-hmm. They destroy you. Right. You don't. And, I mean, and then you do insanity. Yeah, you, you know, you send. You're like, I know. Let's send all our daughters. Yeah. Let, let's send sodomites. Yeah. Let's, let's yeah. make them fight our battles and, and trannies. That'll help yeah. us. Send them, a, uh, send them abroad like that. We'll cut them off at home. You right. know what I mean? Like, we, we really are insane. Right. So, Keith, I, I think the reason why I think the college campus is massively important is because everything that we're dealing with now from the social justice movement to the postmodern movement to Gnosticism was all on the college campuses first, and we paid no attention to it, and we didn't think it was important at all. When and as you are dealing with this, so you start in two thousand, you're making your way, and you say nine eleven was the point where like everything kind of changed. Can you kind of give me the trajectory as you're seeing it? Like, oh yeah, I saw this one coming, I saw that one coming. So, so maybe maybe do this. Here's where we're at now. Where are we at now? Mm-hmm. And then. What was the what things that you saw happening as we got to where we are now on the college campus? Yeah, so I, I took a brief hiatus from 2005 to 2010. I was working in finance. I got back out on campus in 2010. And uh, I would say 2010, 2011, still marginally. So I was preaching on campus from 2001 to 2004, five, And so campus still kind of reminded me in 10 and 11, of what was going on before. You, you, you had this transition period where you still had modernist elements. Evolution was coming up all the time, um, but still that relativism was still kind of peeking its yeah. head out. You yeah. know what I mean? But it wasn't as dominant. But then something happened, and I don't know what it was, uh, and part of it was like Obama, but 2012, and then 14, once Obergefell fell down and came down, 2014, I believe yeah. that was, uh, right. that was the next like watershed moment. The, the sexual yeah. push is a thing. 
And then 2016, I was actually going to go preach out at Washington State. And I texted a buddy of mine. I was like, hey, I'm scared to preach today. And this was a couple months after the Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce Jenner thing. Yeah. And, and then the Rachel Dolezal, who's the, you know, the white girl, thought yeah. she was black and everyone losing their mind. But yeah. the white guy. Um, right. And a uh, woman wasn't a thing. Yeah. And so I texted a buddy. I was like, hey, I'm really scared to preach today. Would you mind praying for me? And I started preaching at Washington State, and like seven minutes in, I was like, "Oh, it's on the day." And and like so, in my head, Obergefell was like water, major watershed. Yeah. 2016, the trans thing, because prior to 2016, I had a bump, uh, ran into a tranny in 2013 in a California school, and that was the only one that was like legit tranny that I bumped into. But then after 16, it was just like coming down the pike hard, and I would. In hindsight, even what was going on in 2016, I think I'm more keenly aware of it now and what's going on now. I, I, you know, without sounding like a charismatic, I think we have to take the demonic real and what's going on spiritually. Mm -hmm. And it's not just a rational battle. Can I, can I just amen that for a second? Like if you're reading your Bible and you know the story, you know, you're dealing with demons when they start mutilating human flesh. Mm -hmm. yeah, like, like yeah, I don't right. know why people haven't right. figured that out, but you're right. dead right. When you, or when they start killing their, their own, when babies. you start killing yeah. your own babies, but especially with Jesus, when he comes and he starts dealing with demons, right. what are they doing? Yeah. yeah. They're cutting the, they're themselves. Cutting themselves. In the in the tombs, cutting himself and yes. can't be bound by anything. Yeah, absolutely. And and so and over the summer, I started thinking about because I, I think with the Great Awakening last summer, you're like this is a demonic thing. And seeing even men in the PCA, me having gone the Covenant, who talk about it being a move of the Spirit of God, like it's not the move of the Spirit of God. This is all false religion, and they're washing feet, and it's the analog. You know what I mean? It's a lot of similarities of Christianity. It has even grace. It has love. So it's all this analogous stuff to what we're actually, but it's all devoid of the actual content. So I started thinking about the demonic more over the past year, and over the summer, kind of praying about it. What's fascinating saying to me literally i'm preaching on uh wednesday people come out with a satanic temple flag and yeah. so so like uh, i just i just think it's open season on that and all these other gods <laughs> that we think when people want to be spiritual yeah. there are going to be these powers and principalities that are going to step in and people are going to yeah. serve them and now our evangelism i think is almost closer to elijah and the prophets of baal than it is Ooh. paul and athens uh, yeah. we're much more in ephesus so th yeah. that's what i was thinking about because paul and athens like oh we'll hear him again on this matter but yeah. in ephesus they rioted and yeah. so last they're week, screaming greatest diana of the ephesians <laughs> yeah. for three hours yeah. or whatever yeah. it is right. and so we're in ephesus not athens anymore and so when i was in uh colorado last week they literally shut us down because they screamed for two and a half hours where we could not speak. And my friend even brought a PA system. I didn't know he had a PA system on him until I hear see a hand wave. I go to bring him his uh, backpack. And I was like, you got a PA system? I was like, I couldn't hear you. So they were screaming so loud wow. over wow. us, not letting us. And all I can think of, this is Paul at Ephesus. And, wow. and here, here's the deal. Don't miss this. What you're dealing with on the campus, we're about to deal with absolutely in the culture. Mm -hmm. These right. people are going to graduate. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is not, this, yeah. this is a, a foretelling of what's about yeah. to happen. Yeah. It's here. And so right now, you just said earlier, apologetics is done. Mm -hmm. Just work that out a little bit. What do you mean like it's done? Like, cause, uh, so Carl Truman's book is really good and helpful understanding why you can't seem to reason with people anymore. I just finished that and like every day I'm on campus is like, I, and I need to revisit the books. I'm like, oh yeah, that's this chapter in the book. That's this Ooh, chapter in the book. Okay. There's so much in there that that therapeutic element, that subjective ther therapy yeah. element is just so vital to every word I say is now violence and hateful and bigoted and all that sort of stuff. And that was there before, but it's on steroids now. So, so it, it's you know, another book that you cannot, you, you, you cannot praise too highly that called this shot decades ago is the abolition of man by c.s lewis yes and i, don't, I mean i'm people, reading that now i mean <laughs> yes <laughs> yes <laughs> but have Where'd you read huh? that hideous oh, strength that. yet uh, <laughs> have you read that hideous strength <laughs> what 
Oh, More look at that. Let's go third segment. Cross politics coming up next. You don't want to miss our you top ten to most influential people. The Times has a hundred. We only need ten. God, you know, and it's actually not ten, but think, it's only ten. I don't think you want to know the truth. Uh, but uh, I, I don't, I, I'm reading Abolition of Man. What are you talking about? That, so that hideous strength is yeah. Abolition of Man. More cross politics in narrative form coming up next. It's on the queue. Oh man. Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations. Our most precious commodity is time. No one has ever lied on their deathbed wishing they had spent more time making money. They all wish they had spent more time creating a legacy. Our modern education system steals that legacy, steals that time from our children. That's why I'm passionate about homeschooling. That's why at Classical Conversations we want to give you more time to create that legacy, follow your passions, and glorify God. Visit classicalconversations.com for more information. Keith, you kind of you kind of depressed me on that one, man. No, no, no. I mean, it looks it's looking pretty bleak out no, there. You got it all wrong. Oh, I do. No, this is the moment where the gospel shines. Come on, yeah. Now. This uh, secularism is actually it's this massive lie that, that that says that there's no God, there's nothing yeah. supernatural. I think it's in some ways the secularism is harder mm-hmm. because you're. You're lying, like you think you have this this middle ground, this neutrality, and we're all talking about the same world when we're not. It's like trying to, you know, it's like talking to Mormons in a certain way about the gospel. It's like we use the same words, but we don't mean the same things by them. I love the open warfare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you talk. About, you said this is this is um, Acts. This is the book of Acts. How did the how did the church blow up? How did the gospel go forth through riots? Yeah, well, and 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 coming into collision with the gods, mm-hmm. yeah. the false gods. That's right. Um, I think. I don't know. I think it's a moment um, that, well, we, that we you, shine. And it, you can't take you can't take for granted. Listen, when you understand what God is doing in the world, and you look at it, the more that this secular worldview becomes consistent with itself, the more it's going to eat its own self. That's right. These worlds can't live together ultimately because right. at some point, the, uh, I, I've been saying this, and it's going to happen more and more. You see the trends thing coming up where guys now are beating up women inside of rings. Yes, mm-hmm. um, people are horrible. cheering, and people are cheering for it. Horrible. That's going to come in the conflict yeah. <laughs> with that yeah. other god, right. and that, nobody's going to survive that. Yeah, and and I, let let white people continue to turn black and own white black businesses. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like this is not going <laughs> to get that minority PPP money, right? Yeah, and I, I think Toby Toby's point is. Right, and and we and it does affect the way we go about our evangelism. So, like, even like, so this is going back a couple years with a trans guy over in um, Oregon, and everybody's losing their mind. And and the trans actually, you can have good discussions with them if you can get them one on one. It's 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 all the white saviors who are progressives who get upset over the pronouns and all that stuff. Yeah, and and we're going to shield allies. Yeah, Yeah, the allies. Yeah, right. But so I kept in touch with this guy for about six months afterwards, and he was a small, frail guy, probably like five to one hundred eight pounds. And then he tried to become a woman. His hair is falling out, just awful. And as we talked, he would just say everything I hated about myself before. I still hate about myself, but I now hate more of my body. Right. I hate my body even more. And he's like, but I don't have a home. I don't fit with you guys, and I can't leave these guys. Right. And so the reality of it is, like, so how do we minister to a guy who's cut himself uh, right. and yet yeah, somehow yeah. integrate him back into our community in right. a way that yeah, a gospel yeah. this, restores him? This is gonna, this is going to be a, an issue for the church. Mm-hmm. We have to be ready to welcome them. Yeah. yeah. Um, th- they do have a home. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? What, what do you do? 
with a man who goes through a transition, repents of his sins, yeah. and wants to come to your church. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to welcome him in. There's going to have to be some safeguards in place and so on, and, yeah. and we're going to call him to, um, to live as a man mm-hmm. to the, the greatest, as, as much as possibly can. And, and yeah. eat the Lord's Supper with him. Guys, yeah. you know Amen. what the news, with, with, news within it? This is uh, us pointing out, this is what your God is doing to your body. Christ right. wants to restore you. Christ right. wants to give Thank you resurrection you. life. And the radical difference between your gods and our God, so, our God brings life, your God brings right. death. Yes. Like really literally sterile sexual death, everything yep. about your God right. is death. Our God brings life. Just a reminder. Christian humanism. Yeah, that's right. Just a reminder, we're canceled on YouTube. And so the only way you can watch all our shows right now is on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network app. Download right. it so you can, don't miss anything. We're also on Rumble. And what's subscribe, the other one? Subscribe on Rumble. On and then all our, Rumble. All yeah, our library. Rumble is pretty good, yeah. Is on odyssey.com. Yeah, so, so, we've, yeah, so what happens is somebody's flagging all of our videos and turning us in so that we can get us canceled on YouTube. So we're canceled so until we November have, 22nd. Yeah, we're yeah. canceled until November 22nd, but we have two strikes against us in 90 days. Yep. And their goal is to get three strikes in 90 days. I know. Did I know. you really just put that picture up behind oh, you right please, now? Please, <laughs> please stop, stop, stop. So Did you really just year. do that? Is, 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 is there one more thing you want to do? I'll say one more thing and we'll get Stop it. America, what's wrong with you people? You know, I remember when I, one of the first, early when I did some open air preaching, um, you go, you go out and you think this is never going to work. Um, I don't think this is what God wants me to do. And you got, you know, it's like butterflies and like all about you is like, I mm-hmm. feel sick. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember, um, praying several, like I, I, one time in particular, I just really don't want to be there. I'm like, Lord, um, if, if you want me doing something else, please just make this the lamest session ever boring nobody listens no questions and i'm just and i will know they're like okay this is not where i need to be and i start preaching and a crowd starts gathering and a guy drives by on a bike and he yells you're drunk <laughs> and i realize i'm in good company yeah <laughs> yeah like that's this is this is you know that's what they accuse the apostles. Uh-huh. Like, like, you're drunk. Like God, God's own like his sense of Peter's humor. Peter's like, like this is the third hour. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, like I'm like God. What am I doing here? And he's like, that's what you're doing there. Uh-huh. Like and and I think we it's an awesome opportunity. It's an awesome opportunity. Yeah. This, this the gospel is made for this. And and the further you get down the dark pit. The further you get down, the brighter the grace. Mm-hmm. The sharper the, the contrast is between the darkness and the light. Um, I don't think this is a moment to be depressed. This is no. a moment to say, this is why we're Christians. This is what the gospel is for. This is why Jesus died and rose again. And two things I want to say. There's been a, a, a very good open-air preachers that have been on the front line. I've considered those guys front-line fighters. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I just want to thank everybody who supported open-air preachers like Keith that have been yep. out there because right. they have given their lives to fight. They, these guys are like special and forces. And would like to support me. <laughs> Go to Whitfield Fellowship. CampusPreacher.com. Yeah, no, CampusPreacher.com. I'm serious. That, yep. that we need because that is Bring going, your offering. That, that, <laughs> <laughs> that is a massive way to help. I mean, think about it. They are going to sit in classrooms constantly and they're going to come out of there and hear the gospel that the only thing that's right, going to yep. transform them that's right and so we need to have our guys out there on those yep. campuses and if i if i could legitimately make a, a 30 second plug well, please, please. The, goal, yes. the goal part of being moving to moscow idaho these guys what the church is doing here the goal is to buy a home here uh to invite people back in kind of do something labrie mm. and so i need to raise money to buy a home Schaefer. because even things were so even the other well, day what are y'all what are y'all out in the audience i, I just know it put your <laughs> hand on the screen yeah, yeah, uh, uh, there's a lady in a red dress has the money to buy him a labrie house yeah but the, the there was a guy even the other day he's like i was i got done preaching he came up to me he's like last time just crying out to god crying out to god like 
Wow. Send me a preacher. Send me a preacher. And he's, you're here today. You're yeah. here today. Oh. And, and so we've been in touch since. And, but like that guy, I would love to say, look, come up for a weekend. Come yeah. up for a week. Yeah. Right. And like pour into a guy like that, then, then get him back into his churches. And yes. as we coordinate with more churches around. So that's the goal of all this. It's not just to show up, preach, run away. Yeah, it's yeah. to preach. I want to get in touch with these people. Yep. And you'd be amazed at the number, particularly LGBT alphabet people who at the end of the day want to interact with me. Yes. And mm-hmm. and I, like Rosario Butterfield says, hospitality is going to be a key element to them. That's right. And they do hospitality well. What I would like to do here in Moscow is buy a home and be able to start invite people in. If you know who Keith Green is, uh, he and his yeah. wife read yeah. uh, in Hebrews, entertain strangers for you might be entertaining angels unaware. Mm-hmm. And so they read that and they started to just go out in the streets of Hollywood and invite people into their home. They ended up having seven homes that they were taking care of, randos. And so, wow. uh, you know, I'm not that bold to take in total randos, um, but... But yeah. uh, I think as Christians, especially with a lot of what we have going on here in Moscow, I think that would be a yeah. great compliment. Yeah. To a lot of what I just want Keith's a member of Christ Church. Yes. He's under the authority yep. of the elders here, yep. and we're grateful to have him and mm-hmm. his ministry here. Yep. And um, we'd be happy to vouch for him too. So yep. if you're thinking about giving something, but you want to make sure he's not just some kind of rando. <laughs> he's not a rando. <laughs> no. no. Go to campuspreacher.com <laughs> and find out more. Reach out. Why is this? On the Speaking screen? of influential <laughs> people <laughs> like KCDP. Speaking of randos. Okay. Exactly. All right. So every year, Time releases the 100 most influential people that year. And apparently Prince Harry and Meghan made it out of the front of the magazine. And, I, and, and you know, Prince Harry's crouching behind Meghan with his arm on her shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like his, like he's her hairdresser. Is this but, the picture that got taken right after uh, Adam took part of the fruit? I think so. Wow. <laughs> he just he, he's pushing Megan and probably, hey, hey it was, Lord, it was the Megan woman. did it. It was Megan, her. Megan made me. Did you guys see that? Um, I think it was The Guardian said that Fauci is like one of the sexiest the men alive. <laughs> it's like nothing to do with an anything. 80, but an 80 year old man. I'm just thinking of other, with a mask on. Ra- random Fauci pictures. with a mask. It was, no, he had no mask on. Oh, okay. Who's the picture? That? A Guardian, I think the yeah. the, the UK mm-hmm. um, publication is. They said he's the okay. I'll, I'll move it off of that. All right, here, so yeah. without so a mask, here's the without deal. Without a mask, what you know, time you time looks to the world for influence. Right. We look to Jesus for influence, and so one of the things that we do we do every year on the shows we do our top most influential Christians of, of this last year and what God's been doing. Yeah, and and so this is in no particular order. No, so I, I want to make sure you know, there's no particular order, but we have well, a list. A top ten it's, list. It's a small list, though. It should be a lot well, bigger it's than funny. this. Funny, we started thinking about okay, yeah. who's our top ten, and then we started saying they ain't really a whole lot of people we want to put on this top ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know. So I don't see my name, <laughs> but you're on the show. It's yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we just gave you, where's Keith? <laughs> we just we just gave you a pitch. Right. You're okay. So I think I think we you know, this is actually a good place to start. Like I said, no, no particular order, but this is actually a good place to start. We we thought we needed to recognize all the parents. Wow, that have a Christian worldview of educating their kids. Yeah. Uh, amen. And homeschoolers. Amen. Association you're, of Christian Classical you're, you're Schools. You're changing the world. Our, our corporate sponsor, Classical Conversation. Yes. Yeah. Like these are the next generation of leaders that are going to be fighting and resisting the chaos that Keith is talking about. So there is, was it 40 years now? We're into homeschooling and the classical education. 40 years. We have no idea what God's about to do with these arrows. Yeah, that's right. We have that's no right. idea. They, I mean, mm-hmm. we're about to get to the grandkids just now of yeah. the grandkids, right, that yeah. are starting to move in. So yeah. what's about to happen this next generation, it ain't over, baby. Uh-huh. Right, it ain't right. over. It's and, exciting. And that meme sums it up perfectly, which is, uh, the Sound of Music, where it's like homeschool moms, yes. Western society, or something, and there's a big giant fire in the background, but moms sitting there homeschooling the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Sound yes. of music. Singing as the culture burns down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like the perfect meaning to what's going on. Well, yeah. and the thing to think about, too, with this is I mentioned this in my Fight Life East conference talk, but. Um, the covenant, this is what we're talking about. When, when every, every week when, when Knox is baptize your babies, this yeah. is what we're talking about is 
welcome your children into the nurture and admonition of the Lord. That's welcome right. them to the kingdom. They're, yeah. they're, they're kingdom citizens. They're members of the household of God. Yes. They're holy, 1 Corinthians That's 7 right. says. Come on. Um, and so when we disciple them, we we're treating them as, as full covenant members. And, and here's the thing. Um, he just mentioned a generation, 40 years. Right. Yeah. We're about That's to right. get grandkids yep. of, of homeschoolers. Um, we're, and, and that's, that's where the potency of the covenant is, is actually God promises not only to be our God, but the God of our children after us. Come on now. And, and that's the force multiplier. Yeah. That's the force multiplier. Mm. Um, we, we, come what, on now. What God, what God does with a few generations of faithfulness. Yep. Far outweighs what we actually put into it. Mm. That's right. That, that's the, that's, the, that's why it's a covenant of grace. Right. He's piling on his blessings as we look to him in faith. And so I just want to emphasize this. Amen. Educating your yep. children in the Lord. That's bringing right. them up as thoughtful, faithful Christians who are fearless dragon fighters. Right. And, and I want to say, and just the other side of this, you said bringing them in. There's only two options. There's no neutrality here. Right. If you're not bringing them in, the world you're is, telling you're them they're on the out. other side. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're them telling them they're over there, they're, and out. they're not. Amen. Yeah. All right. First question. All right. So number number two here. Number two. We got uh, Mr. Fresca himself, Come John on MacArthur. Now, yeah. John MacArthur. You better give him yeah. some music. Hey, right. Glory. Hey. John MacArthur. Now, how, we, is, we love you, brother. Yes. We are so grateful that you stood up, and we're grateful you won your lawsuit. Amen. I also want to point out that he is a hero because he repented. Amen. Yeah. He and yeah. the, and the elders right. and the elders. What, what's the name That's of right. the church? Grace. Grace, Grace Community Church. Grace Community Church. I, I want to give a shout out to them for repenting. Yeah. Amen. Because they, yeah. they put a statement out and said, we're not going to we're, we're not going to resist this. We're going to go along. Yep. Yep. And then they did a U-turn uh-huh. a few weeks later. Yep. Right. We, yeah, we had Phil. God. We had Phil, Phil Johnson, Phil Johnson on, the on the show. When he talked to me, he said, we studied it. We looked closer at it. We said, we were wrong. Yeah. You know what? That's, that's amazing. That's, that's great. That's winning. Yep. And, and, that's and, leadership too, by the way. Exactly. That's, that's what I mean. Yeah, is, yeah, is, yeah. Is, that's winning yeah. leadership. A leader that can recognize that they were wrong, turn around and put it right. That's a leader you can follow. That's a yep. leader you can trust. That's Especially right. at yep. that level. You know what I mean? Like, yes. that's, that's like a name brand turning the ship. That's not mm-hmm. exactly. me. Going, oh, and, I was and he's wrong. taken a lot of flack for it. Yes, that's he right. has. And, and praise, praise God for Grace Community yep. Church. Praise God for uh, Pastor John and Pastor Phil and the other elders there. Mr. No Quarter himself. Number three. Pastor Doug Wilson. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, oh, and there's layers to this. Light, oh, layers. Lion couches on fire. Lion couches on fire. Um, he was influential in starting ACCS, right. Logos School, and even New more St. importantly, this is the, that's where I was going to go, was oh. New St. Andrews College. Also New St. Andrews College. We need not just a K-12 through vision that's right. of Christian discipleship. Right. We need a K-12 through college vision of what Christian discipleship looks like. I mean, Grove City right now is masking up all their students. That's right. Grove They're requiring City. all their students to mask up in their classroom right now. Right. Wow. How gay is that for a Christian college to be doing Oof. that right now? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that is weak, yeah. limp-wristed leadership right. from the president of Grove City College. Right. And the board. And the board. And, I and say the th- faculty. Um, I'm going to say this, too. Pastor Wilson has Where Carl been, Truman is. Yeah. Ooh. Our boy Carl. Our, our board call. What's going Ooh. on, buddy? Yeah. We love you, man. Yeah. He's got the book on it. Um, you know, <laughs> Pastor Wilson has been ahead of this game for a long, long time. That's right. And and that goes back to you know what we were talking about earlier. So all ties in. It, so what did he start doing? School. Yep. Educate we got to get daughter. after education. Yep. That was the first thing, right? And my yep. kids. What did they tell him? Was like, we'll have your kids. And he's like, no, you won't. No. And I'm so glad that they told him that because otherwise right. we wouldn't have what we have now. That's right. But he's been he's been seeing the play for a very very long time, and he's been writing the old history conferences from back in '93. Called it. 
Yeah. You know, and everybody, yeah. <laughs> this is what kills me. Everybody knows it. Everybody privately knows it. Right. But you won't see Doug at everybody's famous conferences. Anyway, bars. Yep. Nope. That's it. Bars. We, can, we can keep going there. Bars. Um, Thankful for Pastor Doug. Arguably, this this next group um, probably um, put it on the line the most. Okay. Uh, with uh, James Coates, oh, Pastor man. Tim Stevens, oh, man. Jacob Rayom, uh, Aaron Rock. Wow. Um, Aaron Pastors. Rock does leadership now on our Fight Laugh Feast uh, network. If you aren't catching his podcast, faithful, you got to check it out. Faithful Canadian yep. pastors. Remember, <sighs> Pastor James Coates was in jail for 35 days. Wow. Uh, Pastor Tim Stevens was in jail twice. One for uh, like a weekend or five days, something like that. And then the other was like 17 days. Wow. And, and you know what? I want to say this about these guys too. Um, there was some repentance that happened here as well. That's yeah. right. That's and, right. And it's been amazing watching them. They have had more on the line than a lot of us here in America. Yeah. Yeah. And they have relentlessly said, no, we're not going to bow. That's yeah. right. That's right. We're not going to bow. And the pressure's strong. Yeah. And it's, yeah. So be praying for them while they're yeah. staying in bowl. But I, I mean. I love um, early on when I read the statement from, uh, it was James Coates' elders. I think this was last January. And they had closed and then they reopened and they said, we're not closing down again. They put out yeah. a statement. And, at, and they, they lay out a very, very strong sta- um, you know, case for why right. they're not shutting down, yep. um, why this is a scam, why the church needs to stay open. Uh, but, they, but they land, um, and they have this really glorious statement uh, where they say, um, fundamentally, the reason we will not close down is because Jesus is worthy. Amen. He's worthy. That's it. Mm. That's it. Um, again, back to authority, back to power. Uh-huh. He's worthy. Um, you know, the most essential service, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like yep. what is the, mm-hmm. you say Jesus is Lord, then That's prove right. it. That's and right. these men have, yeah. these yeah, men yeah. have, and it's costing them. Their wives, all have, their churches their, have been children. fined. Yes. Two of the pastors out of here have been arrested. Yeah. Um, yeah. He is worthy. Praise God for them. Um, there's, I can't tell you how disappointing it is been watching our political leadership this last year. Right. And how bankrupt they've been and how there's been no courage no backbone and standing up yeah. um, but i think i think Rand paul so deserves, this is number four this is i don't know number five what you know no particular order but number five number okay five. number five um, okay uh Rand paul and how he has stood up to fauci this last year yeah, and, yes he's been standing up against everything i mean mm-hmm. he, you know the, the he's been doing really well but particularly against no fauci. one yeah no one has interviewed and pressed Fauci like Rand Paul has. Right. Now, on areas that are really important, like, okay, were, was you a part of making this? Yeah. yeah. Did you <laughs> fund, help fund yes. this? Did you? Uh, yes. This gain-of-function research? Are you That's in right. on that? And, right. and yeah. he's uncovered a whole lot. And getting Fauci flustered, yes. upset. Yep. Yes. And he the has a The sexiest man in the world. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever, he was able to fluster the I mean, sexiest if, man alive. If, if, if you are not yet convinced that we are in a Romans 1 world, <laughs> yeah. I think calling that man the sexiest man in the world <laughs> ought to do it for oh, you. Yeah. Amen. Picking themselves wise, they become Number six. Fools. All right. Number, number six, man. You, you know, the uh, medical industrial complex has to go. Yes. Mm. Has to go. Yeah. Dr. Ryan Cole, our boy down in Boise, Dr. Jay Bataria. Yes, from Stanford. Or uh, about uh, Charia. That was, you know. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> no, man, seriously, I can't. I can't say it very well. So I, I mean, I these guys uh, yeah. since the beginning. Right. Dr. J. Bhattacharya, I remember he was did a, a podcast with the um, from Stanford in the beginning, yes. talking yeah. about listen, guys, there is more than just physical health that's at stake here. Right. Right. There is an economic downturn that can right. be bad. We are. We've got. <laughs> we we excited uh, Sandemic and not even knowing it. 
Yeah. We, yeah, we excited did. it. And yeah. now I, there's not one place I can't go to in my small town right. where they're not help wanted. Help wanted. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Sonic just around the. We don't have enough workers. Don't have Arby's enough workers. here in town is closed down because they don't have Rose any employees. hours. They shut down their. I mean, it's everywhere. I try to get a Frosty 11 o'clock at night. Sorry, no help. You don't you mess with even get, get a We're in college town. <laughs> you know what? I, I realized something. White folks, you start messing with their Frosties <laughs> and their shakes. <laughs> Things get crazy around here. I realized hey, that. Hey, that McDonald's yeah, and so, but you know what? And they've been saying this since the beginning. And and, and Dr. Ryan Cole, man, these guys have taken massive heat. He's an and Idaho doctor. He's telling you right now. Listen, he's seeing an uptick with people who have been vaccinated and saying, "Look, I'm seeing an uptick in cancerous cells I developing." I know. Nobody's yeah. listening or paying attention. Right. He's like, it maybe it might fluctuate back down, but right now this I'll, is scary. I'll throw on this list all the frontline doctors. All the yeah. frontline doctors. Guys. I mean, there have been a number of other faithful men and women, yeah. in yep. this industry who. The have Ran court, I, yeah, yeah. That, are, that are saying, look, we are going to do science. Right. We're yes. actually going to do medical science. We're going to think about the world the way God made it, which means mm-hmm. it's, there's there's far it's it's um there's far more factors to being human. It's it's not just not having a virus and mm-hmm. living. It, there's emotional, spiritual, yes. economic, yes. political, social. All these things factor in to right. being human. This goes back to the Christian humanism thing that, right. that, that Knox was talking about. Being fully human under right. the lordship of Jesus Christ takes all these things yep. into consideration. All right, our boy Steve Day, number Steve seven. <laughs> you got it. Oh man, we got to shout out to these boys. Steve Day's Fauci and Bargain, number one bestseller. Steve Dace. Does, does he watch this show? I don't know. No. Okay, okay, he does it good. Because I was, I was on his show uh, three times in Iowa, and then I interviewed him in South Dakota, and he was like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 photographic memory. I don't remember you. I was like, I was like, I'm not memorable. I'm not memorable. So, That's hilarious. You don't look like an average white dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, should, I should cut that clip and text it to him right now. Steve Dace came out to our Fight Laugh East rally yep. in, South Dakota. Um, in Rapid City, South yep. Dakota, when we, um, we celebrated loving God. Uh, singing psalms Psalms and defying tyrants tyrants. Um, and we're really grateful for him and and just grateful for Tucker I mean one one of the few voices out there who just doesn't seem to care Uh, um, and it it just sort of wants to tell the truth and um, we appreciate that very much Uh, okay and then related to Rand Paul number uh, 8 number 8 related to Rand Paul we got Christy Noem and Ron DeSantis. Yeah, you know. Now, okay. for varying reasons, I think they have some blemishes on, on them this last year, but they are the the two most I think important governors this last year who've yeah. either made the right adjustments after they finally came yeah. to the realization they need to make these adjustments, or Christy Nome, who never shut down South Dakota in the first place. Right. Yeah, and and also too, there are people who are behind both That's of right. these folks That's right. that really make this important. Right. People so, who are engaged. So these these governors. And their people, yeah, the people that, that are that their are citizens that supported, that are, voted on, and all that. They're speaking yeah. into their lives and saying, yeah. "This is what we want. This yeah. is right. This is true. This right. is good." Uh, I, that's really important. Yeah. So I, 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 these cannot go without being over. These can't go being overlooked. You have to look at the you know, regardless of whatever yeah. Christine Nome did. She didn't act like everybody else, yeah. even though she could have, and yeah. she had yeah. pressure put on her. So good pressure, it works. Other governors had good pressure put on them, and they still shut down. Right. And then I just, you know, DeSantis. I have my hangups with them. Some of the things I think he's setting up are going to be a trap for us later. Yep, yep. Meantime, between time, no. Yeah. <laughs> he gets it. He's fighting yeah. for us. He gets he's it. Doing, he's and doing so right. definitely yeah. a top, top ten, number eight. That's number eight, One right? of the one yes. things we need to recover, most importantly we need to cover, is the law of lesser magistrates. That's Absolutely. Right. That right. is something that has you been so neglected. Don't just look to the Washington, D.C. Don't just look to your governor. You need to be looking to your local magistrates. Mm. Sheriff Wheeler. 
Sheriff Wheeler. A Presbyterian. We, he's a Presbyterian. He's in northern <laughs> Idaho. We found out about him yes. I mean, sometime the, last year. In the news. Yeah, yeah, in the news. I reached out to him to get him on the show. Didn't know anything about him. Sure. Come to find out he's Presbyterian. Come to find out, like, law of lesser magistrates in his blood. Right. Yes. yes. I mean, this boy's been fighting the Bureau of Land Management up in, up yes. in northern Idaho. So this ain't a new fight for him. Isn't. No, he's no. been doing this for 35 years. Right. Yes. And there's a lot of sheriffs. I, I think sheriffs a good Wheeler's a good representation right. for all the sheriffs good that are out there. There's that a are number of sheriffs that did this, even in California. Yeah, even, even in California. In California even yes. in California. So the law of lesser magic, you, the one of the most important votes you can do in your community is yes. for your sheriff. Don't forget right. that. Yeah, that's right. right. So that's number nine, right? All right, yes. number nine. All right. We got to get to the business community. Oh man, the business on. community wow. who had it on the line. Yes, they did. Big government thinks they own them. Right. And Big government thinks they can tell said, them what to do. We we own our own business. We That's own. Right. We have the right be, before God. That's right. From God directly to support our families. That's right. To provide for our 100%. families. Yeah. Uh, to do the work He's called us yep. to do. We they. they Shame. They, they're heroes. Yep. Yeah, shame on every government that shut down businesses in 2020, yeah, including on, our Moscow City Council. Right. Shame on the cops that went and did those things. But right. you know what kind of boldness it takes to say, you know what, this is my business. I'm going to keep it open, and yep. I'm going to love my neighbor by making sure that they can get the things they need. That's right. That That is huge. Yes. And, and so, to have the secular tyranny of just fine after fine after fine. Because it's one thing if they just beat you up, you know what I mean? And yes. then like, yeah. you kind of go about your business, you get beat up. Yeah. Every, but like just levying fines. To sh- like, like just, Chinese torture drills. Yeah, just, yeah. just, just that slow boot yep. on the neck, and it'll yeah. strangle so you. So we, yeah, we got Attilus, uh, so Jim. That's in New Jersey. New Jersey. And then up, up there, we got the hair salon lady in Texas. Yep. Yep. There's a couple lady. of hair salons. And there's a number of them. And then we got hardware brewery yeah. in, in Kendrick, Idaho, just 35 minutes, yeah. uh, 40 minutes from us. Yeah, stayed open. They stayed open. Way to go. They I just, fought it. No, and they, and they had to pay fines. They paid fines. Where's it? Kendrick, just oh, like 30 minutes yeah, south of here. Right. Yeah, 35 yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah. Way to go. That's number nine. And number 10. We can't. I just want to say, before you finish the last thing, is I just want to say, this is representative. We know there were a lot more hair salons out there. There were a lot more businesses that stayed open, restaurants and so on. These are some of the ones we know about. But you, you, Faithful, um, believing uh, Americans yep. who kept your businesses open That's and right. said, "You know what? Um, this is the right thing to do. We're not yep. just going to roll over." Praise um, God for that, you. Yeah, praise God yep. for you. And and that really is right. impactful. Yeah. Right. God sees it, and God That's will bless influential. it. It's influential, absolutely. Influential. Absolutely. And, and this is why when we do this, you know, Time Magazine they pick, you know, Megan and Harry. Yeah. You know, yeah. they pick the one percent. Yeah. yeah. They pick AOC. Who says tax the rich while I'm she's gonna, going to this thirty thousand dollar gala? I'm calling them you know? H- Hagen and Mary. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mar- calling them first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna say what I'm gonna call them. Okay. And and so the real influential people are the ones who, who are going against the grain, who are going Absolutely. against the the flow of the river. Absolutely. And so that's what we're trying to highlight here. So, Lastly, number ten. We can't. They were this like, is this is like this is like eleven. This, oh, is eleven? We got a bunch. We okay. got a bunch under eleven. Number eleven of number ten. Yes. <laughs> all the people who've supported us in the Fight Laugh mm. Feast Network. Because don't forget, even though this sounds like a small thing, you know, we did three conferences in this last year. Well, our first conference was in October, in the midst of all the shutdown, right. and right. we had nine hundred thousand people travel to that conference. Nine hundred thousand. Nine hundred to to a thousand. Oh, okay. Yes. Don't forget Say, wow. the two. <laughs> yeah, two. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. 900 to 1,000 people who travel that conference in the midst of a shutdown. Right. Yeah. In the midst of when all your churches were saying no. 
Right. When all your churches are saying, nope, let's do online worship, you guys came. Right. That's a, yeah. that, that says something. Yeah, absolutely. And then we did the rally, and we were the only conference, I think, in October that that was live in person. Right. Yep. And, in October in Tennessee last year. We did and the then rally. the rally in yep. April. Same thing. Bunch I of think rowdy folks, man. The Founders um, uh, Conference was live in person yep. in January. Sure. So, yep. so yep. they kudos on them. Yep. Right. And then I think we were the only conference in April that was live and in yep. person. Christian conference. We're talking yeah. specifically Christian conferences here. Right. But don't, well, I don't think anybody was doing conferences, but don't forget, founders came back around the end of the year when still the thing they had though he was going. They had Ron DeSantis. They had DeSantis that was letting yeah. them. Yeah, so absolutely. look at all. This is actually our last conference just last week in uh, Nashville. Nashville. Like oh, sorry, Lebanon. 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 Um, we had thirteen hundred people. So we went from nine hundred fifty last year to thirteen hundred people this year. Um, look yeah. at look at up. Just look, look at all, at all those, those rowdy people, people man. man. One of my favorite pictures here yeah. is that's butterscotch right there uh, with his kids. Uh, Butterscotch. Shout out Butterscotch. Yeah. Shout out Butterscotch. <laughs> you, you gotta say how he got the name Butterscotch. How, how he got the name. So he got the nickname. We were at G3 um, in 2020, January 2020. Yeah. And um, uh, he, they came I, don't, he, didn't, he, I don't think he really drinks alcohol, but he, he saw this. He wanted to give us a gift. Yeah. He knew we liked alcohol, so he went to the liquor store and bought some butterscotch for us. <laughs> butterscotch bourbon. Butterscotch bourbon. Yeah. And, and brought drink, it. Did you drink it? A, I did. It, it's such a, it, it was such it's a stuff. sweet Knock, gift. Knocks out the so, sweet tooth. <laughs> and so we've called them butterscotch since. Nice. But, but this is them at the yeah. conference. Yeah. So this is basically number 12 of number 11 or number yeah. 10 yeah. is yeah. families. That's right. Mom and dad. Yeah. Y'all are right now. This right here. This is winning. Yeah. Yeah. This is winning. So we can't forget wow. about. Yeah. That's, but that's like 3,000 people in 12 months. Look at all that singing I mean, songs. Yeah, yeah, this is the rally. Look at that. You know, oh, wow. Look at this. Normal. This is before. I love this picture because this is when we were in Tennessee. Remember, we yes. had to move uh, event centers yeah, within three canceled. weeks that because we got field. canceled Nashville. Here's the soccer field, and here's it full. Boom. Isn't that awesome? Boom. Oh, wow. So Isn't that yeah. glorious? Yeah. Cross politic folks. Yeah. Most influential yeah. people of 20. <laughs> That's right. 20. And we, That's know, right. we know a bunch of you are club members, and not all of you club members have been able to attend one of our yeah. events yet. Yeah. We, we look forward to having you. Yeah. Um, our corporate sponsors, yep. Samaritan Ministries, yeah, Classical, Classical Conversations. Conversations. we got more coming on board here in the coming months. Yeah, and, uh, and appreciate all of you for coming out to the conferences. Yep. We're planning more. Yeah, we are. Coming at you soon. Man. Get ready for it. So if you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Don't forget, you can't find us on YouTube, so download the app. If you're, um, till next week. <laughs> love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. I love it so much. I just wanted to say yeah, it again. Go baptize your baby. This is Cross Politics. I'm Clint. <laughs> and my wife, Lisa. <laughs> we are um, here to cordially, warmly invite you um, to the Logos 40th Anniversary Concert. Now, uh, we've been here about 13 years, and uh, when we moved up, shortly after we moved up, um, I got together with Doug Wilson, and we, we decided um, to have a 30th birthday benefit concert. So we did that. At the gym, um, there was probably 650 or so screaming Calvinists in there. It was just a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful time. Raised uh, a, a lot of money for Logos School. 
um, and it was very fun. This year, um, this is Logos School's 40th anniversary, so we're talking a biblical generation. Very exciting. Bring your family, bring your picnic blankets, bring snacks, and it's going to be great weather and just a fun time to just enjoy the Logos community with all the friends of Logos. There's going to actually be a football game. It's going to be out at the Logos um, uh, property. We have people coming back from the first concert. Doug Wilson will be there. He's going to be doing a number of songs. We have Gene Helsel, pastor of the Wenatchee Church, coming out. We've got a couple new, fairly new people to our community, uh, the Snells, Aaron Snell, Aaron and Amy Snell. Aaron is the uh, music teacher uh, at, at Logos. And we've got, I would say, what do you think, maybe 20, 25 people this year. Um, that are involved in this concert. So we have been preparing um, all year basically for this and we're just inviting you to come. Mark it on your calendar. If you're within a day's drive of Moscow, Idaho, um, please come down September 25th.